All right, so I just pulled off uh, Highway 41 between Marquette and Harvey, and I'm getting on to the little uh, gravel road that takes you down at the South Trails on the Naquamanon Trail System. We're gonna go down there. There's some nice trails to hike down there. And this path that goes across the Carp River, which I um, discovered last summer, that I really enjoyed hanging out on, particularly after a long bike ride. I'm not taking a bike today, but we are going to drive by the Carp River, and I'm going to take the dog on foot. And rather than go up the whole trail system and up Mount Marquette and stuff, I'm just going to go kind of right to the where I ended my trip last time, and hopefully we can kind of get some of that great stuff right around the, the base of... Uh, I read around um, Carp River at the base of those big hills. So, see ya when I get out with the dog. Now, as you drive past, um, alongside the Carp River, on this road, you've got this nice, well-kept well gravel road, and there's these marshy areas on either side of the road here. Right now, this time of year, basically the end, last week of May, just full of ferns and a bunch of mossy stuff. It looks like a sort of almost a Jurassic scene. Um, the road starts getting a little more potholy down here. Ooh, looks like there's some big log in the way. It's falling over, trees falling over, but the road does kind of run around it. I love this low-lying flat land around here, full of ferns, and it's like kind of in the midst of a ravine. I don't know how well suited my van is to to drive out here, but the dog's sure excited about getting out on foot. He's been chomping at the bit all day. It's really nice out today. It's the first, one of the first really nice days out. You can probably hear Benny. Listen to him. Oh, I guess not. Whenever I put the phone in his face, he kind of shuts up for some reason. <laughs> not me. I'm just the opposite. All right, getting closer. Okay, so I gotta, before I get out of the van here, I gotta pack up some snacks. I got some oranges, got some apples, got some dried peas, and uh, what else? Cliff, Cliff Bar or something. I stopped at that Q, Farmer Q's Market or whatever down there on, um, on 41. That's my gas light. And um, got myself a couple snacks. And now I'm about to hit the trail on foot, see what there is to see today. All right, so now we're on the we're on the uh, south trails, and we're on the connector trail to um, the Carp River Loop, and um, this is at. Let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna take a right here instead of heading directly toward the sound of the river because I'd like to get a little further up there and then make my way back down this way on the loop. So I don't remember exactly which uh, where this will take me, but assuming that it's a loop, it'll eventually come back here. So wish me luck. This low-lying area out here, a lot of fallen down trees, a lot of young new trees bunch of old stumps and there's like 
between this path and the river, there's like a creek that's just winding its way through this big middle section. You could almost call it an avenue or something in the in the forest. Let's go down and let's go down and check out this little stream here. Benny's gonna take a sip. He's a water dog, you know, so he loves he loves being in and around water because I don't know, it's that retriever in him. Go ahead. Just tramping around in the mud. Off to my right, there's a kind of a two-level hill. The first level goes up. It's about, I don't know, 30, 35 feet, and then it kind of flattens out. So you're kind of in this little dip here, this, uh, this wide ravine, part of which is the Carp River. So we're almost walking in maybe what used to be the old the old riverbed, but now its main channel is over to my left as we're walking. It's a beautiful day. The sun's coming down through the trees. Again, lots of ferns out right now. It's getting to be that time of year. I bet, I bet by next week this whole little valley here will be just be full of them. When I was a teen, I would have dreamed of playing paintball in, in a place like this, where there's lots of little divots and boulders and fallen trees, stuff to hide behind for cover. Me and my friends used to play paintball. The O'Leary boys. We'd go out behind the O'Leary boys' house and set up behind the Studebaker and try to shoot each other with paintballs. <laughs> it was a blast. And kind of an expensive hobby, you know, if you really get into it. Alright, now we've arrived at this part in the trail where there's a stream coming, uh, accumulating. You can kind of see it flowing from about halfway up this big hill right off to my right. And uh, it's flowing under this log and coming out and crossing the path. And it's interesting that it would accumulate here. Like, I think I was talking about in the last episode how... Um, how much water flows down, and so particularly in the spring, you get these just rush, raging torrents of water because um, just the terrain, the topography is well suited to for everything to rush down to these low central points, and it can really be a devastating force. So you don't want to get caught in crazy uh, water town in the UP when when the time's not right. So I'm gonna, we're gonna hop over this little, uh, this little stream in the path here, hopefully not get too muddy. I'm in shorts and sandals, come on. I made it through, but Benny just ran right through the water, so he didn't even try to jump. <laughs> and now we're approaching the rushing Carp River. What a, what a sight. Because this area is so low-lying you and um, sparsely wooded, as far as you can see down to the right and as far as you can see down to the left, you can see moving water. So it's kind of just a big panorama of, of rushing water, rapids. Some of it's white. I don't think it's like this the majority of the year, though, so I doubt, I doubt you could... Uh, get a white water rapids thing going over here but 
I don't know, maybe maybe someone's floated the idea before. I'm not sure. Just listen to that gurgle. Water's moving pretty fast. I like it down here because they're uh, the the embankment of the river is um, not very tall uh, between like uh, the the low lying flat part that surrounds it and the actual top of the water. It's only about I don't know maybe three feet between the water and the and up the bank. So you get a lot of trees that are along the bank with these big old root clumps just sticking out of it. They've probably been thriving here for a long time. Their roots right in the water. And uh, I don't know what it's like down here in the in the winter, but imagine it's um, I imagine it's pretty pretty. And I wonder if you can even walk. I wonder if you could walk across the. Carp River on the ice in the winter. Guess I'll have to come check it out sometime. Yeah, sometimes I forget that the uh, the prison is nearby down here. So I'm looking across the river, and there's a sign that, over there that says that says, no trespassing, prison property, and then it's got some smaller text on it that I can't see from here, but I don't know, I guess I don't need to read it. It's good enough for me. The way that the path is right next to the water here reminds me of the time where I took uh, took my dog Benny out to Tourist Park and we were hiking around the water out there, and uh, he he hopped in to chase after some, some ducks, and uh, couldn't get back in off the shore and I had to fish him out fish him out of the drink and uh, it's partially why I have him on a leash today because I figured the water would be kind of fast moving um, and also he's growing old as you know if you've listened to the podcast before and uh, his, uh, his tendons aren't what they used to be so I gotta keep him sort of on the leash, otherwise he has a tendency to just hype himself up into such a frenzy that he he rushes off into madness and sometimes has the potential to hurt himself. So we're, he's on a leash today. Makes the uh, makes the recording of podcasts a little more challenging because I can only use one hand to hit this record button. But you know, he's still getting his exercise, and we can still do it. So it's worth it. I just saw a guy zip by me. I guess this is the tail end of um, tail end of the trail here, and lots of bikers out here. He's the first one I've seen today, but I, I know that I know that it's a big bike trail because I did I did this about this time last year on a bike. I really had no idea what I was doing, but um, I kind of got into some crazy territory where it was like steep drops off to the right and left. Um, but anyway, this guy just went flying by, and now I've approached this trail marker number 18 in the South Trails, the map kiosk here. Let's look. We're 
kiosk 18 yeah okay so we're still on this half of the carp river trail and we're gonna keep going and see if we can't come out over by the uh, the the end of the or the trail head over on 553 so that's the plan for right now you know I started going up this hill on the trail and it's cool up there and everything but I just decided to take a turn around and take this chance this may be a bust because I don't know how much of a trail there is along here but I'm gonna keep following the river it gets real steep and raviney last uh, last time I was out here there was a trail that ran up way way up high above the water and um, I'd like to kind of try to follow the follow the carp river a little bit and see how far I can get down there before it gets impassable so that's what I'm gonna do and maybe just maybe we'll find some we'll find something new that we didn't know was there wouldn't that be exciting? Wah, wah, wah. Okay, so that was kind of a bust. I'm right here. Basically, I went around the corner, and pretty quickly it was apparent that the side of this huge steep hill just runs right into the river, and there's not really a trail along the way. Um, the other side of the river does look a little more passable, but the water is deep and fast enough right now that I, I don't feel like really risking it maybe if it was later in the summer and the water was flowing a little slower or at least was warmer um, I might I might be uh, I might indulge in the opportunity to do something a little more adventurous but um, I don't really feel like getting wet and super cold today so I'm gonna hop back on the trail Benny's being a good boy aren't you say something there he is. All right, so now we're at a, we're going up the side of this hill on the trail. It's pretty steep in either direction. Steep on the right going up, steep on the left going down. With a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, jagged tree branches and rocks sticking up down there. So we gotta pay attention on this part and try to move past it quickly because of, in the event that somebody comes flying down here on the bike, I'm gonna be the one who has to move out of the way because they will have less opportunity to do so. So, um, here's where it kind of gets precarious. And we're going around this corner here. It's really awesome because, as you can probably hear now, as you crest that, crest that part of the trail and go around the corner, you can hear another aspect of the river. It's a little farther below, but the water seems to be moving faster. And it's kind of loud, you can hear it. It was honestly a little freaky riding up here on a bike and uh, just knowing that one little mistake can send you plummeting, you know, the, uh, I don't know what it is, 100 feet or so into the water. But right now, since we're on foot, doesn't feel so scary and you can kind of take a little you know pauses here and there to just take everything in like Odysseus 
in the Odyssey. Remember in the Odyssey where whenever he would come to someplace new, it always said he would stop and take everything in. When he had taken in all the scenery around him, then he set to building his camp or whatever. I always liked that about that book. It's just uh, taking moments of appreciation and just absorbing a place into yourself. I think that's important to do. It's important to do out here in nature. It's important to do in social situations. And it's just good to check in with yourself and your environment and take a breather and just see see how you feel about it. Right now, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Walking the dog, just a napple. You hear the river down there. The sun is speckling the path. Still a lot of dead leaves and branches from the winter, but a lot of green is starting to pop through. There's certainly a lot of moss. I've just stopped at this part on the trail where um, the uh, the edge of the trail is kind of hanging over this bit of a, gu- a gulch. There's a cedar, a young cedar tree sticking up out of it, and the the edge of the trail is just this real mossy, super mossy old log. I think that's pretty nice. To my right, there's probably another 100, 150 feet or so up to the top of the hill. We'll get up there eventually, but the trail has to wind around for quite a bit before we do. So now we're about halfway up this big hill. River's down there. What a nice day. That's interesting. We found in the path a what appears to be a dead cicada killer, one of those big old wasp, waspy ass looking things. Apparently, got killed by a cicada. Just kidding. Who kills the cicada killers? That's what I want to know. Now, if I was on foot just by myself, didn't have the dog with me, I would probably try to walk across this log that goes across this this tiny little stream over here. Looks sturdy enough. Looks like other people have walked across it plenty. Of course, the dog couldn't do it or he'd pull me into the stream, but it's cool to hit these higher elevations and then run into um, sort of meandering bodies of water or ponds or anything like that. It, it reminds you that water is always flowing down from way up there and there's enough of it just in the in the hill that's soaked into the ground that when it gets to those lower points in between places it starts to flow baby (laughs) so we've reached this strange little phenomenon in this creek that's running downhill we just crossed uh where it goes over the path, there's like apparently some impediment at just the right angle that the water's kind of bubbling up as if it's coming from underground almost, but it looks like it's just 
hitting this leaf and a rock at the same time in a certain way. <laughs> anyway, apparently it looked... At, oh, excuse me, a bug just went in my mouth. Apparently it looked enough like like something moving and living that it startled Benny and now he's kind of interacting with it <laughs> as if as if it's something to be uh something to be tackled. Now he's rolling around in the leaves. It looks like he's going to fall into the stream here any second. Okay, there he goes. See Benny, it's <laughs> it's not it's just water. <laughs> If you stand in the water that's flowing away from you and you're marching around in it, of course it's going to get muddy as you try to drink it. Doy. Okay, so we've ascended. We're kind of close to the top of this main hill here. I don't think the trail goes any farther up until you get further down the direction that we're headed. Um, at least not off to our right, but uh, I'm standing at this part where, again, the river's pretty far below me, but I'm sure you can hear it. And if I look straight ahead, the trees are so clustered. Uh, there's a lot of, let's see, I guess those are just a lot of like different kinds of evergreen stuff clumped right in this one section. But the trail sort of winds through them in this up and down, back and forth serpentine way. And, uh, but there's almost like this tunnel where you can see the trail keep popping up into view between where you're standing and a little further down it. It makes it very, um, like, invitational or something, but also, but also, um, maybe daunting or something, like, it's beckoning, you know, you to walk that direction, but it's not exactly a friendly sort of thing. But we're gonna walk right into it anyway. I mean, there's nothing really to fear. I'm just using this as a metaphor. I'm terrified! I'm on that part of the path I was just describing. And it's so... There's so many needles in here. And it's so dense. That it's got this... Real warmth and aroma to it. So I guess there was nothing to be afraid of in the first place. Unless that's part of the spell, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's... It's just warm and earthy and smells good in here. And of course, you're getting that moisture rising off of the rushing river down there. So that adds to the element of um, denseness and and uh, it's a good place, good place to be. I remember last year on this trail, right? I think around this part, right, the back tire came. Uh, halfway off the bike and I had to screech to a halt and repair it in the middle here. It's a good thing I was able to because we're kind of far we're a little far to just have to walk a bike anywhere but um, it's a cool part of the trail that's for sure. Alright so I'm going to go a little off the trail now because there's a kind of a low lying area where there's a slightly less steep grade to get down there where you can kind of get down next to the water. I wonder if there might be a good spot to sit down there and look at the view. Got to take it a little gentle down this hill because there's a lot of old dead stuff here and it's not too sturdy underfoot. Feels like it could go sliding at any moment, but Benny's a good guide for that because he's, eh, 
relatively sure-footed when he's on the leash, at least he pretends to be. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Cool. Okay, so we just reached this little landing just above the water. This actually would be a great place to camp if you ever wanted to. Where the, the water right now is running basically around us in a horseshoe shape. It just kind of comes out to this point and it's like big rocks on the other side. Red rocks, I should say. And then it goes in this sort of curvy S shape down the hill and out of sight. I guess that's what we've been walking above down there. But this part is just, it's a little quieter, even though there's some rapids and stuff. It's more frothy than anything. But it's very beautiful. Maybe I'll take some pictures and add them to the blog post. So now I've let the dog off the leash and I just peeled an orange. I'm just gonna take a little break down here by this beautiful scenery with the rapid river. Let the dog just go, kind of do some sniffing around this flat area down here. All right. Okay, so after a pleasant pause and break down there on that <clears throat> flat wooded area by the, above that S in the uh, bend of the river. I ate a couple of oranges, let Benny run sniff around a little bit. And uh, now we're back on the trail. We just passed a guy with a little poodle dog <clears throat> who got to yelping at Benny. And Benny did uh, scramble around a little bit, but he didn't he didn't bark or anything. So he, according to uh, his usual course of action, I'd say he did a pretty good job of behaving himself. And now. There's, just looking around, there's a whole bunch of scattered logs and branches everywhere on this part of the trail. A lot more uh, falling down stuff here than most other places. Next part of the trail that we get to where some <clears throat> water crosses the trail, I have to wash my hands off because still got some of that orange residue on it. At least it smells good. So now we've rounded this big bend and we're coming out pretty much right outside the uh, parking lot at the trailhead and uh, right behind those cabins, these little cabins down here at the um, campground over by, by uh, the ski hill. We're kind of in the far the back lot of it though. So rather than trying to take another trail and going all the way back around, I'm just gonna turn around and go back the way I came. And if I see anything from a different perspective going the other direction, I'll be sure to point it out. And maybe we'll try to take a bit of a different walk through that low-lying section next to the Carp River, close to where I parked, and see what we can see down there. And discover it seemed like that bridge was washed out or something because I saw a part of it um, and I didn't notice any span of it going across the river so I don't know if they take it out during the winter and let the 
let the spring spring rain get get out of the way there before it flows into the into Lake Superior and they put it in there later in the summer or what but or maybe it got washed down I'm, I'm not sure maybe somebody listening to this could uh, could answer that question for me but um dog's energy is flagging a little bit and uh, I'm ready to hop back in the van and head back too we got a little bit of a hike thanks for going with me maybe I'll say a couple of more words before this thing's over but thanks for hanging with me so far so there's a point where you cross this little footbridge and the water is running so rapidly down this hill it's almost it's almost as if it's a waterfall going directly under your feet under this I don't know kind of rickety uh, bridge apparently it's sturdy enough to have bikes go all uh, over it all the time but um, definitely a little bit wobbly and I imagine that these uh, posts holding it up have to be replaced every every so often because the water just runs so rapidly down here into the Carp River. I just had to pause at this vantage point and look down at the river from up here. It's got sort of a rusty tint to it but you can see the bottom of the river the whole way. The sun's shining directly on it. It's a really gorgeous sight. Speaking of gorgeous, we're in a deep gorge right now with cedar trees. It's that part of the trail I was talking about earlier. This is a pretty special spot. I don't know exactly why that is, and I'm trying to kind of articulate it in a clearer way than I did before, where I was saying it was warm here, and there's this aroma and this wide open view of a big chunk of the river that just looks really nice I guess it's those things but if you look straight across there's like an equally steep and tall uh, face of this big hill with trees coming out of it those trees are budding and, and uh, their leaves are popping out now and then there's also some evergreen and stuff on the other side there too but the, just the whole smell of and look and feel of this place is just it's just really a good example of of what the upper peninsula has to offer all right i'm gonna keep walking